Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely all know what that means. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to In Black and Right. And also, welcome officially to the Biden recession. Yep. For those people who thought intellectually and even on an intuitive, instinctive level that we were in a recession... Today is the day you have been validated and vindicated. Now, instead of people like Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, who just this past Sunday, four days ago, went on Meet the Press and told the country that our economy is not in a recession. No, no, no. This is also the same person who said inflation was transitory. Yeah. Okay, Janet Yellen, you, how many times do you really need to screw the pooch before the pooch dies? Hmm, how many times? But, well, we'll deal with that here in a minute or two, but just wanted to let you know, I am Jerry Brooks, you're the baby-faced assassin of freedom, your host of the show, and the tour guide through the alternate universe of Joe Biden's America, and Boy, has it taken some really weird turns. Not just Biden himself, but other leftist, socialist, progressive democrats. So we'll get into that as well. Uh, as always, if you want to send us questions or uh, comments or whatever, just email us at inblackandright at gmail.com or check out our website, inblackandright.net. Subscribe to the website. Uh, you can also find our audio podcast uh, on your favorite platform. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. All, we're on all the platforms. So, now that we've gotten the preliminaries out of the way, let's get to the real fun. Yes, my friends, today, GDP for the second straight quarter which is the definition of a recession. Two consecutive quarters of negative economic growth. And yes, 0.9%, almost 1% almost 1% for the second quarter in negative economic growth. And yes, this is why Biden is desperate. This is why the media, the corporate legacy media, is desperate to change the definition of a recession. And if you happen to see a headline anywhere, be it CNN, 
Bloomberg, any anybody in the mainstream media, and you see the words fueling recession fears, uh-uh. It's not fueling the fears. The fears have already been realized by today's revealing of the numbers. So, yay, happy, happy. Thank you, Commerce Department, for validating and vindicating millions of Americans who knew on some level that we were in a recession. Yay, happy, happy. Isn't that just wonderful? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I think I'm just about ready. I mean, I don't even think I have enough abysmal to settle my stomach, to be perfectly honest. So, yes, a little let's go, Brandon. Like, thank you, Brandon. Thank you very much for all that you've done to screw up this country in such a short amount of time. Now, I know there are going to be people, and I, in 2020, these progressives and even progressive Christians, which is the worst oxymoron I could ever, ever possibly come up with, they're thinking, oh, it's just so moral. He's so moral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so moral, all right. Morally bankrupt, morally reprehensible, and a full-blown liar. Barring his mental and cognitive decline. So don't even get started on that with me, people. You don't have a leg to stand on. So just face the fact you screwed the pooch, your boy is worthless, and the rest and all of us in the country are having to pay for your foolishness. Thank you. Sorry, not sorry. So yeah, here we go. We just love this. And and here's the really kind of scary part right now because we're just at the end of July. We still have August, and the third quarter ends in uh, ends on September the thirtieth. So that will be the last reading of the economy before the midterms, September the thirtieth, and the new fiscal year starts October first. So this is going to be really trippy to watch. Now, I know right now you've got the Brandon administration and all of its mental midgets and minions, especially in the media, going around doing things like, you know, oh no, it's not a recession, it's not a recession, really. Uh, sorry, but the, de the actual definition of a recession has been around and accepted by business for decades so forget that no matter what term you want to use we are in a recession no matter how much you want to try to whitewash it so no forget that and it's not going and there's frankly no uh, there's no indication at all that it's going to get better there's no there's no reason. I mean, yes, the Fed raised interest rates three-quarters of one percent just a couple of days ago, but even with a one-and-a-half percent increase in the Fed's rates, which has happened in the last two months, it's not going to help. It's not slowing it down. 
because now you've still got the crazy government spending. I mean, essentially, yes. And, and of course, let's not forget Mr. Joe Manchin, senator from West Virginia, the reddest of the red states. And anybody in the state of West Virginia, you have once again been seriously screwed. You've been seriously screwed by your guy. I don't know why a very red state like West Virginia voted for this guy. Because on more than one occasion, and there was some hope held out for him, but you see, a Democrat will always return to their true colors at some point. And now, for this point, hey, Manchin did worked with Schumer and now it's going to get real fun with another tax and spend bill. Essentially they're going to try build back better under a different name. I guess what the inflation relief act <laughs> gag no thank you. You're not going if you're going to be spending the type of money this bill is going to spend with all sorts of little goodies uh, for progressives and other democrats no it's going to make inflation worse and hey we're not that far away from getting the numbers for the month of july 9.1 in june which i still think in many respects is just way too low so what's going to happen in for july and i don't know but i'll guarantee you one thing it ain't that good. It's not going to be that good at all. And yes, even though there has been some relief on gas prices, but still, they the Green Raw deal and those who support it, oh, they still want that nice big gas bill. $5 a gallon or more, as they have in California. $7, $8 a gallon in Southern California, Los Angeles area. So, no, forget it. It's not going to, it's not really going to help. And I can't really, I really can't wait for the third quarter because those numbers are going to come out just before the midterms. And at the rate it's going, folks, don't hold your breath because the, de the Democrats, Democrats, whatever crats you want to call them, they are desperate. They are absolutely full on desperate. And and they somehow even Nancy Pelosi is still in denial. I mean, I don't know if she and her husband have been drinking again, but I can't take that off the table. And considering that Paul Pelosi, her husband, just sold a whole bunch of chip stocks just before uh, the House votes on a bill to start making our own chips here in the United States and not be so dependent upon Taiwan. Because Taiwan, at some point, China is going to get real froggy and they're just going to be itchy to invade. And so, yes, they're going to do that. They're going to do it. It's just a matter of when and what's going to be the trigger because they know that the United States will fold like a bad poker hand when it comes to standing up for China. 
well, not China, Taiwan. Oh my goodness, excuse me, folks. Sorry about that. But yes, it's absolutely nuts. But hey, what can we do, folks? What can we do? But now I kind of have a. <clears throat> oh, sorry, for the rest of the show, kind of a, uh, once again, an abnormal psychology class. And I want to start with one story that absolutely made me crack up. It really made me crack up. Uh, from Breitbart News. Apparently, pencil neck shifty shift. Adam Schiff of California is eyeing House leadership uh, after he's been pushing the Russia hoax for years. And I thought, what? So I decided to read the story. And it's a crack up. <laughs> it's an absolute crack up. Based on the Washington Post, eight lawmakers and 18 staff interviews, Schiff is gauging members, quote unquote, members' interest and planting the seed to gain enough support to potentially replace Nancy Pelosi as leader after the midterms. Oh, OMG. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is that's a man with some serious balls. He's got the audacity after lying his freaking head off for years. I mean, gosh, at least five, maybe six years about the Russia hoax and going on all sorts of legacy news media outlets saying, oh, I have this evidence. I have the evidence of Trump and didn't produce Jack. And the media never hold this piece of excrement accountable. You know, Melon Head Schiff, his royal shiftiness, who is totally full of Schiff, Schiff, I have to make sure that I enunciated properly and put the right emphasis because I know somebody's like, it's like, no. I mean, I could have easily have said what I wanted, but I want to keep this as something of a family show. But yeah, I said it. Now, the fact that he's even looking. <laughs> oh, oh, and here's really funny. <clears throat> I love this. According to the LA Times, Pelosi has been grooming Shift as possible successor. Oh, wrong choice of words. Oh, uh, Shift being groomed by Pelosi. I thought, oh, mercy. I don't know what the LA Times was thinking or if it was thinking, but that is definitely the wrong word to use. But given the fact that, yes, Nancy Pelosi is a very skilled liar, and she, you know, giving it to uh, Adam Schiff, another Californian, who also is a lying sack of excrement, this is going to be really interesting. Given, given shifts amazingly horrible record when it comes to Trump and the impeachment one and two it was ridiculous and now he wants to become 
a leader in the House? I mean, wait a minute. Nancy Pelosi just a few months, uh, what, a couple months ago, said that she's going to be running uh, for her seat there in San Francisco. I'm like, wait a minute. So, I don't know what Pelosi is thinking. I mean, she's going to get, well, all of the Democrats are pretty much going to get their political asses kicked. Okay, let's not mince words. They've had this coming. They know it's coming. They've seen the writing on the wall, and many of them have gotten the heck out. And even the rhino Republicans, the ones who went after Trump, even they, many of them, their time is up too. The clock is ticking and you know, game over. Liz Cheney, definitely number one on that list. She's toasted. I mean, she's down over 20 points in the latest polling to Harriet Hageman, her challenger in Wyoming. She, and, oh my goodness. <laughs> Liz Cheney is so bad, in such bad shape, she's asking Democrats to switch over and vote for her. I mean, is that not a desperate plea for someone who knows that their time is short? Whew, holy cow. You know, and Kinzinger, crybaby Kinzinger, he's out because he's been redistricted out in Illinois. And so he's done. And many of these other dingbats uh, are done too. They are being primaried. They've been primaried out. Or they're just saying, nah, nope, not going to go for it. Because they know they're going to get their ever so sorry political butts handed to them. And several other anatomical parts come November. So, okay, fine, whatever. Um, I mean, and even if Schiff somehow does become the leader of the Democrats when Pelosi's gone, he's going to be in the minority, big-time minority. It's just a matter of how many seats they actually lose. Some say as little as 20. Others are going anywhere from 60 to 80 or more. I, I won't know until election night, but man, oh, man. Is this just going to be crazy or what? Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Pelosi because she's not going to be speaker anymore. And she knows she's not going to be speaker anymore in spite of her happy talk and delusional state. Which is probably drunken. Who knows? I mean, she could be joining her husband. And on top of that, you know, when she leaves, it's like, guess where she's probably going to end up living? Florida! The one state that Democrats hate more than anything. Yes, Pelosi and her husband have purchased a $25 million mansion in Jupiter, Florida, right near, uh, I guess right with a view of the ocean. Or, I'm thinking, yeah, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it's going to be on near the Gulf Coast, but oh my gosh, this is just insane. Uh, but Schiff's going to be funny. Now, here's somebody, my next story, who is a real mess. Uh, <laughs> yes, Leah Thomas. 
has essentially been shot down in flames trying to become the NCAA Woman of the Year. Oops. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Thomas, but because I don't care what your pronouns are, but you are a biological male, so I'm just going to say uh, Mr. Thomas. And, oh, that's a transphobic rabbit. If you're going to say something like that, you will be smacked. The, the dude thinks he's a lady. I don't care what hormones he's taken. I don't care. On a genetic DNA level, Leah Thomas is still a man. And as far as the LGBT crowd goes, eat my shorts. Embrace the suck. Your girl or your boy, whichever, didn't become the woman of the year in the NCAA because that probably would have started more trouble than the NCAA could handle. And especially when this year, 2022, is the 50th anniversary of Title IX. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ladies, you're screaming about Republicans hating women? Well, shoot. Why aren't you getting on the case of the NCAA? Leave, leave the Supreme Court alone. I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, Leah Thomas is still biologically a man. Sorry. He, he just is. So, yes, it's really not fun. And it would have been so fair, so unfair to so many women. So many. So, yeah. Thank you, NCAA, for getting one right. It's rare, but you did get it right. So, yeah, so, sorry. Uh, Nope, not going to happen. At least not this year, anyway. So So, there's another case of delusion. Delusions of grandeur. Now, here is another delusion of grandeur. Jay Johnson... Former Homeland, Secret- Homeland, Homeland Security Secretary under Obama and Biden apparently went on MSLSD, uh, the show with Chris Hayes called All In, and apparently he too is living in his delusional world, saying that failing to prosecute Trump will harm our democracy. Really? Hey, Jay Johnson, where the heck have you been, you doofus? Our democracy already got harmed on November 3rd, 2020, when the election got stolen. Where were you, dipstick? Sorry, no. And, oh, well, you're just a conspiracy theorist. I said, no, I have more evidence that points to election fraud than you've got for climate change. So sit down have a cookie or a Prozac and shut up. Done. I, I have no time for your foolishness. Not at all. And if you call yourself a progressive Christian, I have even less time. Because your time is going to be up and you will have to answer for your foolishness. But this just cracks me up listening to listening to the story. Uh, so Jay Johnson had said during his interview with MSLSD based upon every and and I quote based upon everything we know from public sources including most notably 
the January 6 hearings, aka the kangaroo court, I believe that an aggressive prosecutor would be willing to take on the case against Donald Trump for participating in a seditious conspiracy for a violation of the interaction statute. In my opinion, January 6 was the very definition <laughs> of an interaction. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, who, this doofus, I swear needs a psychiatric eval because he's a lying sack of crap. And to those who give aid and comfort there too, Donald Trump lit the match. There were moments during January 6th where he poured gasoline on the fire. <laughs> and he was the commander-in-chief of all the firemen and failed to call. <laughs> oh, God, I got to stop. <laughs> Jay Johnson, you are so full of crap with that nonsensical diatribe of yours during an interview on one of the most delusional networks in cable no 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 here's your problem Jay baby you're not going to get anybody who's going to touch this case now Merrick Garland the current MIA AG says that he's going to try to prosecute Trump even if he becomes the nominee I said what are you going to charge him with hmm come on Jay Johnson, come on, Merrick Garland. You guys are supposed to be so damn smart. What are you going to charge him with? Because if you're going to go down this road of, well, he made the insurrection possible, that's BS. That is complete and total BS, and there is a paper trail to take your naughty little narrative and put more holes in it than age Swiss. We have the, DO, the Department of Defense Inspector General's report. We have the memos. There is plenty of evidence, plenty, that will take your nonsensical, low-information voter diatribe and essentially get it shot down in flames and turned into a smoldering pile of ash. We've got, we've got the evidence. Trump did order the 20,000 National Guard troops. He ordered them. He signed all the official documentation. He dotted his I's and crossed the T's. But the problem is, Muriel Bowser, that idiotic piece of work, and, of course, the U.S. Capitol Police and Nancy Pelosi, said no. And it was a setup, people. If the U.S. Capitol Police were nothing more than the Keystone Cops, they were understaffed, ill-prepared, didn't take advantage of the intelligence they got weeks before, not days or hours before, but weeks before from Homeland Security, from the FBI, from other government intelligence services that there was going to be trouble on the 6th. This is a full-on breakdown of Democrat stupidity. You screwed the pooch, folks. Trump didn't, didn't put fuel on the fire. He never even lit the fire in the first place. But you can continue on to believe your lie and put it out there and put it out there and put it out there. And the low-information voters who are already brain-dead for reason or reasons unknown, they'll buy it. 
But those who actually are fair-minded and the evidence will be produced. And any prosecutor who tries it, any U.S. attorney who will try the case, is going to get put through a meat grinder. Because there will be all kinds of exculpatory evidence. And, oh, by the way, since you seem to have all this love for the January 6th kangaroo court, hey, Jay Johnson, hey, Merrick Garland, what about Ray Epps? And especially you, Merrick Garland, your FBI had his picture on its website as one of its most wanted for six months after that. Now, July the 1st of 2021, all of a sudden, he disappears. Poof, gone. So, really, if you want to talk about seditious conspiracy, where's Ray Epps? Hmm? That's my question. Where is Ray Epps? Hmm? Because this is the guy who can take the whole false narrative and blow more holes in it. And yet, he's not to be found. He's lawyered up. The Phoenix FBI office denied he ever existed. And now he got himself a lawyer who's a former FBI agent. I'm like, come on. When January comes around and you get some real hearings, hey, who's ever going to be the chair of the proper committee? You go after him hard. You subpoena his sorry ass. And you bring him to Washington and say, hey, you're going to tell us the truth. And if you don't, or if you want to basically say, nope, you're going to ignore, you're going to ignore the subpoena from the committee, then you do Ray Epps like Steve Bannon got. Hmm. Now, of course, yeah, the D.C. jury will acquit him because in their pathetic and predictable minds, you know, oh, he's a hero. He's just a poor victim. B.S. More B.S. Just because the New York Times calls him a victim doesn't mean he is. But yeah, forget about it. So people like Jay Johnson, who is completely irrelevant and as well as an idiot, you know, sorry, you're, you're not needed. You're not wanted. And your opinion doesn't mean jack because you're not in the government anymore. And just be, and it, just because you also happen to be a minority because you're black doesn't mean anything either. Because I'm black and I think you're full of it. But I am a conservative and I am a patriot. So, yay happy for me. So, yeah, there's a lot going on, folks. There's a lot going on. And yet, these are the kind of people who are going to want political power. And they are showing that they're thoroughly obsessed. I mean, like, laser-focused obsessed. It's they want Donald Trump gone more than they want oxygen. These people are that deranged. But, hey, if Merrick Garland wants to try to prosecute President Trump, I'd love to see your case, sir. And put, and actually, hey, put the trial, make it public since you seem to love the spotlight. So, yeah, why don't you just take the case yourself? You're the Attorney General. You're the highest law enforcement officer in the country. You could easily take the case yourself. Don't leave it to some U.S. attorney. 
if you want him, if you want Donald Trump prosecuted that bad, you take the case on yourself. Let's see how smart you really are, Merrick Garland. You won't protect the Supreme Court justices. You'll continue to go after parents at school boards. But because you want Trump gone, why don't you have the guts to try the case yourself? You are a qualified lawyer. You could easily become prosecutor. So, but since you're a wuss, a liar, and just, well, altogether not much of a man, you won't have, you won't have the balls to do it. You won't have the steel in your spine to do it. So, well, indulge in, you know, keep going, you know, keep putting out those fantasies and those narratives because it's going to blow up in your face and, well, I can't wait to see it. So, alright, well, it looks like for today, I'm just going to say so long for now. Thanks so much for listening. Again, you can catch our audio podcast wherever you find your podcast. We are on all the platforms. Just look for In Black and Right. It's going to be fun. And next week, yep, it's it's almost here. CPAC week will will be here soon enough. And In Black and Right is going to have ourselves one major league good time down in the Lone Star State. So we will have uh, all sorts of things on all of our uh social media platforms, including our Locals page. We'll be doing some uh, live streaming from there, uh, from CPAC there in Dallas. It's going to be fun. There's going to be, hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to some of the speakers, do some interviews, uh, just talking to all sorts of folks there at the conference. So for now, my friends, take care of yourselves. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow for WTF Friday. And until then, always remember, patriots come in all colors.